Over the past few years, a few people have been asking, or not a few, numerous people have been asking some interesting questions about Larry Johnson. One of them being, can he still recruit elite talent? Well, if you've been paying attention to the recruiting trail, you realize that one thing is still true. Larry Johnson still got it. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked on Buckeyes. For the Locked on Podcast Network, I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 4th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your First, listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, we'll discuss the instant impact James Arnides is having on Ohio State's linebackers and gambling on games, players gambling. But first, Larry Johnson is one of those coaches in college football that when you hear his name, you think about an elite recruiter. You think about a player that, or excuse me, a coach that can develop elite talent and de tackle and defensive end, defensive ends and college football. Well, there have been conversations amongst some people out there that have said, Larry Johnson can't do it anymore. Larry Johnson is not that guy he used to be. Larry Johnson cannot recruit like he used to. Larry Johnson cannot connect with the players like he could five to ten years ago. But one thing I think is still true, I think we're going to see it not just on the recruiting trail, but also in the upcoming season, Larry Johnson still got it. Ohio State just picked up a commitment from a five-star defensive tackle, the third-best defensive lineman in the class of 2024, according to 247 Sports Composite Rankings, Mr. Justin Scott, six foot four, 310 pounds. He is one of those guys from Chicago, Illinois, that you want on your team. And Larry Johnson's a guy, not Chicago, Columbus, are not far from each other geographically. Larry Johnson is well-known around college football, around the high school ranks as if Larry Johnson wants wants you, there's a good chance he can get you. And I think when you think about just those two things alone, yeah, last year, Damon Wilson, Keon Keeley, Mateo Ui, Ungalale didn't get all of them, but he could have got all of them. Of, of course, there are things that come up that maybe sway them another way. But Larry Johnson is still one of those guys I want in my corner not just because of the way he can develop talent at Ohio State, but because of the way he recruits. And I was recently talking to a high school recruit's brother, not saying names, just going to keep that out of the way here, but was recently discussing some uh the uh, recruit and where he's leaning and where Ohio State falls where, um on the radar. And this is a player that recently took an official visit to Ohio State as well. I'll throw that out there. But the brother was saying, hey, this school and that school are probably the top two schools right now. And I said some things about Ohio State recruiting and Ohio State defense. And he said, hey, man, yeah, like those two schools are high on his board, number one and two right there. But Larry Johnson's still the GOAT. Like, I think even at the high school level, no matter if you're a D tackle or D end, and if you're discussing or maybe thinking about going to another school that's not Ohio State, you realize what it means for Larry Johnson to want you, for Larry Johnson to recruit you, 
for Larry Johnson to say, hey, I'm going to spend my time and energy and the school's money to come down wherever you are in the great country of the United States of America, also celebrating the 4th of July. Those of you that are out there doing that, be safe, have fun, but also enjoy the time with your family and friends celebrating the independence of the United States of America. But Larry Johnson, man, if he wants you, that means something. And for Ohio State, and I understand, I can go back and we had some conversations here on the show during our recruiting updates about what it meant to not get a Keon Keeley or a Damon Wilson or uh, Mateo Uyunglele just in the last recruiting cycle, but to get Justin Scott. Now, you met, you missed out on Marquise Lightfoot. Yeah, he committed to Miami over Ohio State, and I understand you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But getting Justin Scott, an interior guy that is coming in, uh, highly recruited, one of the best players in the entire country in his class, according to 247 Sports Composite Rankings, the 14th best player in the class alone. Buddy, that means something. That's a lot. Also, there are other guys out there that, that Ohio State is on their radar, one of them being um, uh, DeAndre Robinson, who's going to be announcing his commitment on July 20th a talented player that Ohio State is going after once again. You know what? For Ohio State, yes, they're in a battle with some other schools. That does not mean that Ohio State is not going to add another good defensive tackle in this month during this recruiting cycle. I have faith in Larry Johnson. I have seen Larry Johnson's track record. I understand as you get up in age, you might have to refine some things and retool and figure out ways to still be able to connect with people that are in high school when they're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. Yes, you might be able to connect with mom and dad. That might not be hard for you. But being able to connect with your child and saying, hey, yes, coming to Ohio State, here's how things benefit you. Here's how I will connect with your young man. Here's how X, Y, or Z. Buddy, it means something for Larry Johnson to come knocking on your door. And honestly, it means something for a, a, a coach to walk in with that O on his chest representing Ohio State. That still means something as well. I have faith in Larry Johnson, and I talk about it early in the offseason about my belief and thoughts about James Laurinaitis and um, Jack Sawyer and uh, uh, Michael Hall Jr. and uh, Tyleek Williams. And I, I have a belief in those four individuals not just because they were recruited by Larry Johnson or because Larry Johnson is the coach, but because of what's happened over the past two or three years with these players, I firmly believe that all four of them will have the best years they've ever had at Ohio State because of the impact Larry Johnson will have on them or is having on them currently and will have on them during the season. Larry Johnson is the guy you want in your corner when it comes to recruiting defensive linemen, and developing talent that is currently in Columbus. Go around the country and discuss this very topic. There's a good chance you're going to hear people say, well, yeah, that guy's good, but Larry Johnson's better. Or that guy's good as a young up-and-comer, but he ain't no Larry Johnson. Age? People probably don't look at that like some of us do because expertise with age comes wisdom, and it shows Every single Saturday, I do believe, yes, it's been a downward spiral with the development and talent at Ohio State. But I do believe things are going to be going upwards in the recruiting of the defensive linemen and upwards with the play on the defensive line over the next few years. Speaking of age, I'm going to close this part of the show out with this. One of my favorite NBA color commentators 
is Hubie Brown. Now, you may say, Jay, Hubie Brown, about 80-plus years old. You like listening to him call the basketball? Why? I always learn something. Talking to my dad about this recently, and I said, he's like, you don't like Mark Jackson? Like, not really. You like you don't like Jeff Van Gundy? Um, not really. Unfortunately, he got laid off by ESPN, by the way. Don't like the layoff part. Not really the biggest Jeff Van Gundy fan when he's calling the basketball. But when it comes to Hubie Brown, buddy, I always learn something. And when I watch games, yes, I want to be entertained, but I love learning new things while watching the game at the same time, which is one thing I do believe with Hubie Brown and Larry Johnson, they have figured something out as they get older about how to develop talent and about how to make things better for the team over the next few years. Yes, some things are down at some times, but ultimately some things get better and better and better as time goes on. Larry Johnson, some say he's a GOAT. I believe it, and I do believe Larry Johnson's still got it coming up next, we will go over the impact James Arnitis is currently having on Ohio State's linebackers as they prepare for the 2023 campaign. You can catch that right here only on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $2,000. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $2,000 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use plus when you win you can get paid instantly there's no better place to bet on major league baseball than FanDuel America's number one sports book so sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets that's FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel official partner of major league baseball Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to subscribe on Locked On Buckeyes on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on the Odyssey app, on YouTube, wherever you get your fine podcasts. Search and subscribe to Locked On Buckeyes. Leave a five-star review and a comment if you are a listener on Spotify or Apple. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're always looking to find ways this time of year to see if a coach, a new coach, or a coach that had been there for a while is making a newer impact or a better impact than he was previously. Now, I do believe Jim Knowles right now in year two is doing a better impact and a better job than he was in year one. I just have a firm belief in Jim Knowles. Not saying the the defense is going to be the best in the country in year two under Knowles, but I do believe we will see some improvements at every facet of the defense. It's a belief that I have. Tony Alford, I think he's going to be doing better. uh, Larry Johnson, so on and so forth. Those guys that I mentioned, they've been around for a while, have a track record of being successful at what they do. But when it comes to James Laurinaitis, yeah, he just got into coaching. 
one year at Notre Dame, he left the left the job as a radio guy. Was a radio guy in Columbus, called games on the Big Ten Network. Um, maybe he called at least one or two or numerous Ohio State spring games. So he's had the broadcasting thing. He did a really good job of, of it. But joining Marcus Freeman, his former uh, teammate, um, and uh, played on the field together for the Buckeyes in the late 2000s, went to Notre Dame for a year as a GA. Now he's at Ohio State as alma mater as a GA. And James Laurinaitis is one of those guys who's saying, man, I would expect – you." Some, some might say they expect him to make an instant impact. My first question would be why. Why do you think that? Because I think if you say, yes, I think he's going to make an instant impact – you may say, oh, it's because he's experienced. Okay, there's guys that have been experienced that can't coach. Oh, because he's young. There are younger guys that can't coach and can't connect with the guys that are currently on the team. So I would say let's dig a little bit deeper. Is the players out of there? Is it because of the coaching staff that's around him? Is it because of the, it's, is it because of the coach he's working with? As Larry Knight is, is a grad assistant. And I don't know um, the main coaching staff. So what is it that he has that makes him make an instant impact? I do think his age helps him. I do think um, the time of period and time play at Ohio State definitely helps him. I do also think his accolades help him. Now, I don't always look at accolades in conversations like this, but for this conversation, I do believe the accolades that Leonidas has definitely helps him when it comes to Ohio State players looking at him and saying, ooh, he did what now? How long did he play in the NFL? What did he, did he do at that level? I think those things actually help him. Played for two teams in the National Football League for the Rams from 09 to 2015 and then for the Saints in 2016. But also, Lot Trophy winner in 2008, Buckus Award winner in 2007, Bronco Nagurski Trophy winner in 2006, two-time Jack Lambert Trophy winner in 07 and 08, two-time Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year in 07 and 08, three-time Consensus All-American 06 through 08, Three-time first team all Big Ten, 06 through 08. So I do think those things mean something as well. Like, hey, this guy could come in. He got rings or he got this trophy or three-time consensus All-American. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the way to impact players. But can you translate your knowledge of the game to people on the field or while you're on the sidelines? That's a whole different animal. But for Steel Chambers, he had an interesting comment in regards to Laronidas and how he's able to connect with the players and how he's able to um, connect and how the players are viewing Laronidas right now. I do think Laronidas' age helps him as he's 36 years old. I think his accolades at Ohio State means something. His time with the NFL means something. But that means absolutely nothing. He can be the best coach in the world, but if the players do not connect with him, listen to him, all that stuff that he did at Ohio State previously means absolutely nothing. Here's Steel Chambers from a previous conversation he had about James Laronidas featured on an Ohio State Tradition talk video. Quote, a lot of what you say just has more gravity to it naturally because we know as a group that you've been there. You've gone through it. You've gone through all of the struggles that we have. So it just has more gravity. It just means a lot more to us, end quote. Now, you may say, was he talking to Leonidas while he was making that statement? Absolutely. Ohio State's Tradition Talk series, it's a coach talking to a player or in a certain situation, Ryan Day was talking to Archie Griffin, and they're discussing the tradition. Sometimes you will get players um, listing their Mount Rushmore of wide receivers, and Ameka Abuka was one of those players there that listed his Mount Rushmore of Ohio State wide receivers. You might get coaches 
um, discussing things, Ryan Day and Archie Griffin, more of a legacy and a history of the school and what Archie Griffin did when he was at Ohio State. So all those things are great. But when you're talking to your coach and a new guy in, Jim knows his 50s, in his 50s, I think he'd be fine. I think his experience would allow him to do a great job at what he does. But also think about this. If you can be in your experience of coaching and at the age you are and have the track record you have, but also you might want to be able to relieve yourself of some duties and bring somebody in that can maybe take some stuff off of your plate as Knowles is playing double duty as a linebacker coach and the defensive coordinator. Why not bring somebody in that can take over, potentially take over the job of LB's coach so Knowles could do a better job of overseeing and being the head coach of Ohio State's defense? I firmly believe that was in the cards and that was something that maybe Knowles went today and said, hey, we got a guy in Laronitis up there over there in South Bend. I say up there because that's literally north of where I currently live. But over there in South Bend, and uh, he's good. He's connecting, and he's a Buckeye great. One of the best linebackers at Ohio State in Ohio State history. Like, you want to talk about um, uh, Katzenmeyer and Spillman, Carpenter, don't matter. A.J. Hall. Laronitis is in that conversation as one of the best Ohio State linebackers of all time. So you throw all of that in there and you talk to some of the players and you say, oh, okay, he's doing some good things here. I, I dig what he's doing there. Oh, okay, okay. He can do all those things great. The players don't listen to him. Buddy, that don't mean nothing. So hearing and reading what Steel Chambers has to say and how he and the other players at Ohio State view Laronitis, especially those in the linebacker room, that means a lot. You can be the best teacher. You can be the best the best communicator. You can be the best X, Y, or Z. But the people that you're trying to impact, if they are not listening to you, if they don't care about you, all that's for nothing. Doesn't mean a thing. James Laurinaitis, I was happy for him to join the Ohio State coaching staff in 2023. And ultimately, things look bright. The future looks bright. Let's just say that he stays around for two, three, four, five, six years. I do think Ohio State's linebackers will get back to playing elite football, consistently playing elite football once again. We hear about players gambling on NFL players gambling on games. What would the thought be if an Ohio State player got caught gambling on games? How should they respond? I have an answer for you next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more in the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus. They have exactly what you are looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Ahasen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and the Griddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards plus. 
Bears.com. Bears Plus, family owned and operated for generations. We are back on our schedule. I am back. The marriage was fun. The wedding was fun over the weekend. But I'm glad to be back with you during the month of July. We will stick to the same schedule we had during the month of June. Four shows a week, Monday through Thursday. No show Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. There will be some stuff coming your way on the weekends on the YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to that but the plan right now is only four shows throughout the month of July, Monday through Thursday. Might get some extra stuff during the Big Ten Media Days towards the end of the month, but as of right now, just four shows a week. It has come out in the NFL. Nicholas Petit Frere got caught gambling on the games. He is suspended. My favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts, had a couple players, uh, I think a former Buckeye as well, got caught there uh, gambling on games and got suspended. You saw Jamison Williams with the Lions transfer to Alabama, but he's still a Buckeye. He got caught gambling on games. Uh, uh, Calvin Ridley was out of wasn't even playing for the Atlanta Falcons. Got caught gambling on games, and he got suspended. And the thought is out there: What if it happened to an Ohio State player that's currently at Ohio State? Five. 10, 15 years ago, this thought would have never come into my mind. A player at Ohio State gambling going to games. I, I'm not even a big gambling person. I have done it every now and then a little bit, dabbled in it, but that's about it. I don't go and gamble consistently. Been to a casino a couple times, but even then, I have a limit. I got money. Once that money is gone, I am out. I'm gone out of that building because I ain't trying to lose all my money. Buddy, I got bills to pay. And so I, I understand, like, there was an appeal to gambling, and there's a rush, there's a feeling, there's a, ooh, there's a, a wow factor. There's, ooh, I got this. How about I go again? How about I go again? How about I go again? And ultimately, I understand why some people get into it. Now, I don't fully understand the addiction of maybe consistently losing money. Now, if you're good, if you're able to do it and make a lot of money, so be it. But some people that just, oh, I'm broke. Oh, I'm broke. I'm broke. Not maybe not literally broke, but you just lost the money that you're hoping to not lose. Ohio State's one of those schools, though. We all realize. We saw how Tattoo Gate went down back in the 20, what, 2010 season, 2009 season. I forget the exact year, but we all remember how that went down. And what, do we, what do we remember from that? Ohio State's issues got magnified and worse than any school out there. Now, granted, this is also coming after the Joe Pa uh, situation and uh, the disgusting, disgusting, disgusting things that happened um, under his watch. I forget the, the coach's name that was doing some weird things, but this is also NCAA was not trying to allow a lot of this stuff happening. But Tattoo Gate players switching, uh, giving memorabilia for tattoos, and oh my goodness, they're suspended, losing, taking records off the record book. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Now imagine in 2023, the news cycle that we currently have, if an Ohio State player got caught gambling on games, it would be an uproar. Way worse than what you're hearing about Georgia's players right now. And Georgia's players are the Kirby Smart management. Too many infractions. The cops been called too much. The cops been putting handcuffs on too many Georgia Bulldogs players. But it sure seems like you got enough talk about it. It'd be a lot about an Ohio State player. Ryan Day is one of those coaches that I do believe um, he would have, he would react swiftly and quickly not saying you need to get uh kicked off the team or whatever but you need to handle that thing quickly because if you don't the ncaa will come for you take care of that player 
possibly suspend some, some coaches as well, man. But it's not a fun time to talk about gambling on sports. I, I do get it. I definitely understand it. But if I'm an Ohio State player, gambling on games is not something I want to do. Especially one of the idiotic things that happens. And I said this about our Isaiah Rogers, Colts defensive back that got caught gambling. If you're going to gamble, you know it's going to, you know it's trackable. Everything you you want to gamble and bet is done on a phone. And the NCAA is just like the NFL. They're able to investigate in ways that you would not think they could. Don't do it in the team facility because that's stupid. That's just dumb. It don't make no sense. But it's where we live in. People make idiotic decisions. And I would just say this. If I'm an Ohio State player, just don't do it. Just, just, just don't do it. Now, I don't know if anybody's currently gambling on games as, as an Ohio State player, gambling on college games. I don't know. But don't do it. Don't give the NCAA a chance to come down on you. Just don't do it. Because if you do... You're leaving things up to the NC2A to punish you in a way that they best see fit for the crime. And you're an Ohio State player. They might want to make an example of out of you. You might not like the outcome of the when the punishment is handed down. Out of here on a Tuesday. Two more shows left this week. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Two more shows left in the week. Trying to get some more summer scouting coming your way. Discussing Donovan Jackson, Matthew Jones, and Joshua Fryer, a draft-eligible player. Yes, that is true. Trying to see what the scouting reports are saying about threes three offensive linemen that should start at Ohio State in the fall. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Tuesday, Independence Day, the 4th of July. Be safe, celebrate with your family and friends, and enjoy all the fireworks you can before you get too tired to stay up and enjoy all the fireworks shows in the area. I'll see you next time.